So a couple things next year. We could probably get that better. Uh, first of all, he got my church, the church name wrong. So that, I mean, just gave me a whole different church. So I just got to just rename the church Life Church. Sweet. Uh, I think that's Stephen Furtick or somebody, uh, somebody more famous and good looking. Good church. Yeah, there you go. That's awesome. You didn't even clap, so go ahead, go home. Uh, no, appreciate you guys. Man, I'm excited about being here. Thank you. Um, I'm super excited. Like, um, I got here on time this time, so everybody listen. <laughs> On the count of three, I want you to turn around, and we're going to say, take that, Craig, all right? We're going to turn around, and we're going to go back, and we're going to just look at him and say, just take that, Craig. One, two, three. Take that, Craig. Yeah. All right. That's my introduction for the day, okay? Yeah, because he was betting. Like, he didn't lost half this property because he bet that I wasn't going to be here. And uh, anyways, on time. So anyways, so I, you know, I earned about three uh, tickets getting here on time. But uh, I'm Leo, and uh, I I came here from Flint, and that was about four hours here. And uh, I'm glad that you guys are here. So um, give yourselves a round of applause as well. What's up? I remember you. Um, so on the count of three, just tell me your names all at one time, and I, I'm going to get it. All right, one, two, three. Sweet. All right, I got it. Um, sure. Um, and, um, and that's my lovely wife in the back, my boo right there. She fine. What's up, girl? Uh, we got uh, five kids. Uh, I think I think two of them are here. Yeah, I think two of them jumped in the car. And we were trying to leave them. Uh, two of them jumped in. Leo the third and my daughter Zion, who's a part of the camp. This is our first, like we've been bringing them for a long time. And then Zion actually was now a freshman, will be a freshman in high school. Uh, so she's here, part of the camp. And so... Thank God she's not in our cabin. Uh, she gets to snore in somebody else's cabin. Um, I just like embarrassing my kids. That's what I get to do as a speaker. Uh, she doesn't snore. Uh, my son does. All right. Um, one day they'll become a speaker, and then they'll tell you all the embarrassing things I do. Um, and then uh, we have three other kids and a poodle. I don't even know why I told you that part. Like, it's fine that I told you a poodle. I don't even like to share that part about them because all the other dogs laugh at them. Because they live in Flint, and all the other dogs in my neighborhood are like pit bulls. And so he doesn't even like to go outside. So we call him a pit doodle. Uh, we tried to name him something tough from the Bible because we Christians. So we named him the toughest thing we can think of, and that's Samson. And that still doesn't go right with a poodle. 
So let's talk about Jesus. <laughs> Some of y'all are like, why is this guy up here? Um, So I got ADD, so pray for me. I feel like I got a rap after I just said that. ADD, so pray for me. That's what the ADD does. So some of y'all are waiting for a rap. All right, let's pray. God, I love you. Thank you for being a real God who just is works in real ways. Thank you for this moment. I pray, God, that we'll be able to just connect to you, Father, and I pray that this week is a blessing to us, and I'm so excited to see what you do with us and through us this week. Like always, um, we start one way, and then you always do something real and amazing throughout a week like this, and we are never, never the same. So I can't wait to grow with these young people and to see what you have molded us to be. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Everybody say Amen. All right. So throughout this week, man, we're going to just go through some um, amazing scripture. But I just want to start on something that has nothing to do with what we're going to talk about for the rest of the week. And I just want to get you guys prepared. All right. Is that okay? This is like an appetizer. Anybody ever go to a restaurant and, and like appetizer? I've never... Like, never turn down appetizers, if you can tell. And uh, I love appetizers, and especially if they're deep fried. Yes. I'm a vegetarian, but it's hard to tell that. And uh, I know some of you are like, stop lying. I'm not lying. I just like deep fried mushrooms. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, but, like, this is like an appetizer. So, like, in weeks like this, some of you have left your mamas and your daddies and your poodles. And like you've come up here. Who are here for the first time? Raise your hand. Yeah. Oh. Like we're going to be able to tell if you're here for the first time. Like trust us. Like be bold about it. Um, like, like this is a good experience for you. But it can also be a bad experience for you. You can go through this entire week with your cup turned over. And what I mean by that is you can go through this entire week with your cup turned over, and then by, what is it, Thursday or Friday, you can get back into that minivan, back into that bus, and you're like, I didn't, nothing happened. Everything was just, it was lame, like those they was walking around calling us trash pandas or something like that. We had a weird name, and we had weird games, and that was it. We was in sand, and all these things happened, and it just was lame. I spent my time hot and sweating, and people's feet stunk in my cabin, and the dude was snoring, and his girl named Zion was snoring in my cabin, and it was the pastor's daughter. I don't know what was going on with her. She was getting up and just walking around, climbing on the walls. Like, I don't know what was happening. It was weird. You can get back in your minivan, you can take that three-hour, four-hour trip back home, and it's going to be just a crazy just trip back, and you're going to just feel like, oh, nothing happened, because your cup was turned over. 
But throughout Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, the Lord himself was trying to pour something into your cup, but it was turned over. And not just during service, but in one-on-one conversations, during games, even in the cafeteria moments, he's going to be trying to pour into your cup, but it's turned over. Even at the beach, even in moments of just even in your cabin, he's going to try to pour into your cup, and it's going to be turned over. I don't care how much he's going to be trying to pour into it, it's turned over. Everybody in here would say, if a cup is turned over, how much water can I pour into a cup that's turned over? Huh? What if I had a big bucket? None. What if I had a water hose pouring water, just constantly trying to pour water into that cup? How much water would get into a cup that's turned upside down? None. You will get back into that car with no water inside of your cup. That cup being your heart and your mind. Nothing would have changed. Nothing would have filled it up. But if you come in here with an open heart and an open mind with your your, your cup up and say, Lord, give me something. I'm expecting something. I guarantee he will give you something to take back home. I've seen it. Witness it. And I'm not just talking to you, I'm talking to myself. Every time I've stepped foot on a camp like this, every moment that I've come in here with my heart, my mind open to preach and to even teach, I've walked away with my life forever changed. So I know if he's done it for me, he will do it for you. So I'm going to just give you a brief story, that just the appetite. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor. Some of you being disobedient already. You're looking right at me. Oh, see, cup, your cup is over. Looking right at me. Look at your neighbor. I don't care if your breath stank. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor. neighbor. Oh, neighbor. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> this is an appetizer. No, see, you're trying to be all proper. You and they, you ain't, this is summertime. You ain't got to be proper. This is an appetizer. <laughs> appetizer. Appetizer. There we go. <laughs> Y'all going to be fun. All right. Let's go to Matthew chapter 25 real quick. How much time I got? Four hours? All right, thanks. What? That's how long I drove here. You think I'm going to preach for 10 minutes? No, I drove four hours. I'm going to preach for a whole four hours. What? Come on, man. You don't like preaching? Come on, man. All right, real quick. Come on, let's do this. All right. I need somebody to help me with this real quick. Who know how to read? Read the Bible good. Who want to read? Come on. Y'all got the Bible. Who brought their Bible with them? Yeah. Yeah, baby. Seriously, how much time I got? I don't want to break. Since I got here early, I really, because the only time I get here, I got to hurry up. So I'm on time. So I really don't know how much time I have. 
Well, I'm gonna drive the cart then if it's my world. I'm driving the golf cart tonight. All right. All right, here we go. Can I get a, 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 somebody to help me read? Who wanna help me read? No, not you. No? Come on up, yes. Yeah. Woo! Matthew chapter 25, real quick. What's your name? Paige, why are you so tall, Paige? Volleyball. Volleyball. Can we get somebody shorter, please? <laughs> I don't, oh, no, no, it's cool. All right, Paige, can you just get up there real quick, grab them, just. Yeah, no, you can just stay right there, Paige, yep, and just talk behind it. Read uh, chapter 25, verse 14 through 30 for me. I might cut you off very rudely, so be prepared. I hope you ain't have soft feelings. You're a volley volleyball pe player, right? So you competitive. Yes. All right, sweet. Let's do this. Okay, Again, okay so listen. You're going to have to talk very strong like you're on the court. There you go. Go ahead. I got you. Okay. This is the Bible page, so we're going to act like yeah, the... Okay. So, got it. Yep. Got you. Yep. Like it's holy. Yep. Got you. Okay. Like you're talking against the devil here. Let's do this, girl. Again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his property to them. To one, he gave five talents of money, to another, two talents, and to another, one talent, each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey. The man who had received the five talents went at once and put his money to work and gained five more. Mm. So also, the one with the two talents gained two more. But the man who had received the one talent went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. After a long time, the masters of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who had received the five talents brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five talents. Mm. See, I have gained five more. Wow. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Yes. The man with the two talents also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two talents. See, I have gained two more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Then the man who had received the one talent came. Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard, hard man, harvesting where you have not. Okay, wait, wait, wait. If you're reading this with Paige, just the part that's just serious. So you heard about the guy with how many talents? And you heard about the one with what? Two. Now you heard one with one. Now here we go. This is the part that I want you really to take focus on. Because this is the guy that, listen, go ahead, Paige. Master, he said, I mm -hmm. know you are a hard man, mm -hmm. harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went out and hid. He was a what? Afraid. Keep going, Paige. So I was afraid and went out and hid your talent in the ground. Mm -hmm. See, here is what belongs to you. His master replied, you wicked, lazy servant. So you knew. He was afraid and the master called him what? Lazy. Keep going. He didn't call him afraid. He called him what? Lazy. Listen to this. Keep going, Paige. It's good. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed? Well, then you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. Take the talent from him and give it to the one who has the ten talents. Mm -hmm. For everyone who has will be given more, and he, has, and he will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken from him. And throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Mm. 
Put your, put your hands together for Paige. Thank you, Paige. So listen, I know this is summer camp and you are on break, but God has put you here for a reason. And if you've never met me, I get serious very quick because I don't know if this is going to be our last encounter or not as far as this summer. And I take your life, your soul very seriously. This is a big deal. Like, you being here is a purpose reason. There isn't a coincidence or accident that you and I are here. Like, God is not shocked that you are here. Even our uh, staff that are here, even the leaders that are here, like, even me being here, God is not shocked that we are here. Like, there's no angel. I say this every year at every gathering at everything that I go to. God is, there's no angel tapping him on the shoulder like, hey, guess what, you know, Leo is there, or uh, Jimmy is there, or oh, hey, and God is like, what? I didn't know that. Like, it is a reason and a purpose that you are here. We are gathered here on purpose and with the purpose. Now, it's our choice to get something out of it. He's given us something. He's giving you a reason to be here. What you do with it is now your choice. It's Paige's choice to do something with it. Now, some of you are going to be nervous and use this entire week for whatever reason. Is it your anxiety or whatever it is, your depression, or you worried about your, your, your girlfriend at home cheating on you or chat snatting without you or your boyfriend doing something or whatever it is, or you miss your bed, but God is going to call you lazy with the gift and opportunity called Hiawatha. This is a moment that you have to do something with this moment called life. Every breath that you have is an opportunity this week. So what are you going to do with it? At the end of this week, will he be able to come back and say, what did you do with this week? And he was like, you know something? I, I hid it this week because I was scared. I was afraid, I was nervous, I was anxious, I didn't like the food, I didn't know the people, I didn't know the, the leaders, or oh, it was just a normal camp, I was just used to it, I was used to the games already. What, are you, what excuse are you going to give the master at the end of this week? Or are you going to do your best to multiply each and every gift he's giving you, each and every breath he's giving you this week? Even the bad moments. I'll end on this. I was at a camp two weeks ago. We took some young people there, and at that camp, there was a young man uh, we took at this camp, and on one of the last days at that camp, he injured his, uh, no, his knee, and we took him to the uh, urgent care, and we go there, and at the urgent care, he had an opportunity to leave, opportunity to leave, and he said, listen, you can go home, or you can stay at the camp. But while he's at the urgent care, there's, 
they are at the urgent care talking to his mom, and at the urgent care, the nurse is talking, and then while he's there, a shooting happens while the nurse is on the phone at the urgent care talking to his mom. This is just two weeks ago. Like this moment, Romans 8 says this, God will take everything in your life, good, bad, ugly, everything, everything that's happened into your life. For the good of those who love the Lord, he will take it all and make it good. Good, bad, and ugly, he will take it and make it good. For those who, are lo who, who love him and are called to his purpose. So whatever happens this week, if you say, Lord, my cup is available, I'm not going to hide this gift called Hiawatha this week from you. I'm going to multiply it on a beach. I'm going to multiply it in my cabin. I'm going to multiply it with my leaders. I'm going to multiply it with my, my friend, my new person I talk to. I'm going to multiply it. I'm going to push my fears to the side. And whatever it is, I'm going to push my excuse to the side, and I'm going to do whatever. That young man, I'm telling you, there's a shooting that happened, and and he multiplied it. And something great happened throughout that week for him. The individual that got shot inside his home made it. And he went to another camp the following week. And matter of fact, in two weeks, he'll be up here with our 181 camp. And he'll be going to college at Eastern Michigan University in the fall. He was firm on this thing, and all I'm saying that not to boast and brag. What I'm saying is he was using this moment, and he kept saying to the leaders around him, he says, man, I, I hope everything's all right, but I know I'm in a good position here. I don't want to go back to a chaotic home. I'm at peace right now. I'm getting some good stuff, and I know the enemy is trying to attack me, and I'm so glad I wasn't at home because that could have been me. I don't know, but I do know this, that God wants you here for a purpose and a reason. So don't use an excuse. Be available to him. And I cannot wait to see why you're here and what the reason is and what comes from it. But it's but don't get caught up. It just has to be during a service. It can happen during games. During those silly, crazy games. Most of those games that I won't be playing with you. But I can't wait to see what happens with you guys. I love you guys, and I can't wait to continue to build this relationship. Let's pray. Can we do this while we pray? Because it's going to be awkward. And this is why you probably should have sat next to somebody. No, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say that because this is where relationships start. No, I'm not going to say that. No, because next tomorrow, y'all going to be trying to sit next to somebody you like or you want to like. Grab somebody's hand. And some of y'all are going to wish tomorrow I'll pray a longer prayer. 
But let's, <laughs> let's pray and let's seal this thing big time. And let's, the, the word that we're going to have today is the word commit. The guy that was given five and the guy that was given two made a commitment. They made a commitment right away to do something with that gift. They didn't hesitate. Didn't hesitate. Like they made a commitment right away. And I want you to make a commitment right away. Don't think about what if, like, like what if a monkey had wings? You could put what if in front of anything is why I said that. So don't think about what if. What if can do, like you can put what if in front of anything. But let's make a commitment with this gift this week. Let's do, like, make a commitment to be all in. Push our fears to the side and be committed to what? Hiawatha. This gift called what? Hiawatha. For how many days? Somebody said a lot. <laughs> I got some staff saying three weeks. Uh, how long is it? Six days. Everybody say six days. Six days. All right, let's do that. Six days. Can we make a commitment for six days? Yes. All right. Let's do that. All right, let's pray. God, I love you. Thank you for meeting us here. Thank you for allowing us to see this parable that you've given us in this word of yours. This commitment. Like you caught this servant wicked for being lazy. Like you didn't congratulate him on his fearful thoughts. You caught him lazy and wicked. God, I didn't, I'm not trying to over-emotionalize this text, but what I'm trying to do is expose your truth in it. That even in moments as simple as camp, that there is some truth that's going to be shared here that we can be forever changed if we just have our hearts and our minds available to your word. And your word goes beyond just a service. It's also in life that is lived with each other. It definitely can happen in service. It can happen in the music. It can happen in the fellowship. But God, throughout this entire week, I believe your experience will happen. So allow our hearts to be open. Allow your Holy Spirit to dwell here with us. So that when we leave here, that we know we have been with you and each other. That your promise has been here to love you with all of our hearts, our minds, and our soul. But we've loved each other as we've loved ourselves. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Everybody said amen. God bless you guys.